Good on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Sarah Avampado and I are going to reveal who would be on our expansion lists. We'll talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? It's another installment of Locked On SoCal Hockey. That wasn't the intent. But welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for a long time. And I'm joined once again by our favorite frenemy, Sarah Avampato, host of Locked on LA Kings and Locked on NHL. Sarah, do you want to explain what we were originally going to do today? Uh, yeah, so originally we were supposed to have a bit of a uh, triple, triple, not triple, I can't use triple header. That's not the correct way of putting it. Uh, we were going to have a triple crossover. That's better uh, with uh, us and uh, Jay Forster of Locked on Blue Jackets. But uh, the British government has conspired against us in terms of bad internet quality. And uh, so we weren't able to all get together at the same time to do our uh, triple mock draft thing. Um, so you can blame British politicians for that one, I think. Yeah, we'll go to 10 Downing Street later. So what we're actually doing today is we're going to look over... Actually, the first segment, we'll look over some of the other teams, because I know this is a Tuesday show. Yesterday, both of us talked about deals and what our teams did. Today, it's going to be a little bit different. Who would we select for our mock expansion drafts? And we don't know each other's list, right? Right. I mean, I think I gave you a couple of spoilers. I think I gave you like one or two. But yeah, but we don't it. know the whole list. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really curious to see what you did. And I know you're curious as to how I was so <laughs> far under the cap. Witchcraft. No, I'm, I'm a stats person. I'm a math person. So before we get to our lists, let's look at what exactly happened on Sunday, there was some interesting names left off. And I'll start with Colorado. Because Colorado, mm-hmm. I thought, had some interesting names left off. And let's start with the obvious. The very obvious one is Gabriel Landeskog, who was mm-hmm. left off the list and still looking for a big deal. A big contract. Um do you think this was a good idea, a big risk? What do you think of that? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, they could very obviously lose Landeskog for nothing in this if Seattle were to take him. But at the same time, they could very well lose him for nothing if they aren't able to come to a deal. Uh, and so this may also signify that they are further apart in terms of coming to a deal than maybe people think that they are. Um, th- this I feel like one of the big differences between this expansion draft and the last one is that very few um, unrestricted unrestricted free agents were actually protected this time around. I feel like last time a lot of teams protected those sorts of guys because of the anticipation of coming to a contract. Uh, but this year, I feel like every team was like, well, I don't know, good luck. Uh, <laughs> so kind of kind of surprising, but also I feel like everything we've heard is that those contract talks are not going well. So, uh, you know, Seattle or the the Avalanche might just be like, well, we'll we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I mean, a, little, Col- a little weird, but it, it was weird. Uh, Colorado ended up protecting Burakovsky, Jost, Kadri, McKinnon, Nikushkin, O'Connor, Rantanen, and then Gerard McCarr, Taze, and of course Philip Grubauer. But leaving, wow, leaving a certain player that we just said off the list, that seems like it signifies the end. Like you said, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. weird to me. Uh, a couple other teams that I thought had some 
question. Do I want to use the word questionable here? Yes, probably. I don't know if I do. Uh, the the big one is, of course, Montreal, allowing mm-hmm. Carey Price to waive his no movement contract. So he was left off, which meant Montreal protected Jake Allen. Uh, they got Josh Anderson, Armia, Jake Evans, Brendan Gallagher, Kalkaniemi, Lykanen, Toffoli, Chariot, Edmondson, Petrie. So there's a lot of talent left on that Montreal Canadiens team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they got Carey Price left, Philip Deneau, and someone that, you know, that that's very known around these parts, um, Corey Perry. <laughs> mm-hmm. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you? <laughs> Yes, I did. I started. It I this almost time. picked him just just to be funny, but I didn't. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> but I, I changed. I, I thought about it for like thirty seconds, but I was like, "Yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent." You so. thought about it that long? Well, well, for like a couple. I mean, like yeah, like two seconds. Well, he is a UFA, so they might just sign him anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but hey, at least the Ducks are only paying him two million next season. <laughs> uh, uh, two million, not not so bad. <laughs> not as much as other teams. Uh, who else? Oh, is there any teams that surprised you with their list aside from the two I mentioned? I feel like Nashville was interesting in that they protected what, like five defensemen or something, and everyone mm-hmm. is like, "But why?" Yeah, uh, I feel like Nashville had a lot of choices that they could have made that they didn't make, uh, and especially given that we knew that they were making a lot of moves prior to. Uh, to the expansion rule stuff um, in order to be able to protect the best players or whatever, uh, you know, including trading Victor Arvidsson here to the Kings. But um, yeah, I don't know that I expected them to pick the players that they picked to uh, to protect, uh, you know, only, only protected three forwards, Philip Forsberg, uh, Luke Cunnan and Tanner, Tanner Janot, who uh, I got to see a ton of Tanner Janot this past year in the AHL and, Definitely a guy worthy of being protected. Uh, he definitely really came into his own this past season. But, man, there's a lot of talent that they – like Nashville was a harder team for me to pick from because there were a lot of guys that I was like, well, but this guy would be good too. Right. Uh, they just made some strange choices. Like of all the def- – like we knew they wanted to keep their defense together, but I was like, oh, but really like this? Okay. But you leave out guys, and I'll list some of the guys that were left off. Rocco Grimaldi, Colton Sissons, Michael Granlund, and of course Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne. Those are five quality forwards right there. This mm-hmm. might signify that Nashville is ready for a retooling or rebuild of their own, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're saying, you know, we can say goodbye to some of these guys and it'd be okay. You know, uh, alas, I don't think Seattle's going to pick Matt Deshane or Ryan Johansson, so they're still stuck with them. But that's, that's what their you own think. Fault. That's what you think. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see your list now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We are going to head into the first intermission because we're already quite a quite a ways in. So let's instead talk about RockAuto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Sarah, do you know how long they have been family-owned and operated? They have been family-owned and operated, serving customers online for 20 years, which is that company is old enough to vote. Yes, it is. And, in fact, I've got some new wipers on my car, much to someone's chagrin. So, saved a lot of money on those wipers. And you could, too. You could save money on whatever car part you need. 
whether you drive a Toyota like me or a Juke like Sarah. <laughs> Don't make fun of my car. It, no, it's a it's a fine car. It's it's a fine little car. It's not bad. I like it. Anyway, so whatever kind of car you drive, just pick the parts you need at rockauto.com and in the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked on Ducks or Locked on Kings or Locked on SoCal Hockey sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission and we'll reveal our lists. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the best podcast your car will ever need, Locked on SoCal Hockey. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and you are joined by Sarah Avampado from Locked on Kings and Locked on NHL. Hey. <laughs> every time I every time, every time I introduce you and you just say one word, are, are you yep. a woman of few words? Uh-huh. Do you have any more words than uh-huh and yep? Uh, maybe. <laughs> so what are we actually going to do right now, Sarah? Uh, We're going to go through our, well, my terrible team. You're probably a much better team uh, that we both have uh, created for this uh, this, uh, experience. And we're going to judge them and probably talk about how bad my team is. And are you going to let me go first or are you going to go first? I I want you to go first because I want to know exactly how you got very far under the cap but still have a competent team. (laughs) So my cap hit is pretty low. My projected cap space is about $24 My cap hit is about 73. So it is, I still have some room to play with. I will go goaltending first because I think you know which direction I'm going. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights were successful because they selected a very competent goalie that still had a lot to prove that had just won two consecutive Stanley Cups. His name is Marc-Andre Fleury. The Seattle Kraken would do well for themselves if they did the same thing by getting a high-caliber goaltender that can lead a team to a deep playoff run. Therefore, the Seattle Kraken in my mock draft chose Carey Price from the Montreal Canadiens, who no longer has that no-movement clause. Carey Price is left exposed, and Seattle should take Carey Price. Because you know he is a goaltender that is a Vesna caliber goaltender. He's a goaltender that if they had gone to seven games or if Montreal had won, he would have been the easy choice for the Conn Smythe Trophy. If it had gone seven, it would have been a somewhat tougher choice. If you can have that kind of caliber goaltender and even get into the playoffs, then what are you doing? You're getting a goaltender that can single-handedly lead you to the promised land. So I had Carey Price with that 10.5 cap hit, which I know was a lot. So what about the other three goalies? Well, you have Chris Dredger. He's an UFA. They might sign him. They might not. Depends how much they want to sign him for. But Dredger would be the best possible backup you could possibly have. Whether he wants to be in that backup role is up to him. So I chose two other goaltenders. Vitek Vanacek, From the Washington Capitals, who has a very small cap hit, he would be a very competent backup goaltender 
for Carey Price and someone else who would also do well possibly in the AHL as a waivers-exempt goaltender is Kapo Kakinen from the Minnesota Wild, who himself has a very small price tag. So you have Carey Price, Kakinen, Vanacek, and Dredger. What do you think of those four goaltenders there? Uh, we have some overlap on our list. I'll say that much. All right. All right. Good with that so far. Do you want me to go mm-hmm, defense mm-hmm. first or forwards? Uh, let's go defense. defense. Let's work from the back up. All right. So defense, I've got 10 defenders on my list. None of them are high priced. There's a reason for that. So I started with Dylan DeMello from the Winnipeg Jets. That's an interesting one, you might say. Out of all the players that Winnipeg had available, I thought DeMello may have been the best player from Winnipeg and someone that has a pretty decent value, 28 years old. His cap hit is only $3 million. And I needed a competent right defenseman that can help be on a second or third line. So who else do I have? Hmm. Troy Stetcher. I thought he was going to be protected by Detroit and he wasn't. So as far as Detroit, there was not that many players left. I went with Stetcher. Toronto. I went Travis Dermott. 1.5 cap. I feel like he's got a lot of fantastic potential and could do well in a new surrounding. I didn't think he was used all that properly in Toronto. He got a bit of the shaft. To get him out of Toronto would be ideal for Seattle. Then, Ducks fans, I know you don't want to hear this, Hayden Fleury. How's that for asset management? You lose... Okay, so you get Yanni Hockenpah, you lose a draft pick... For Hayden Fleury, and then you could lose him in the expansion draft. How is that for asset management? Keyword on the first three letters of that. But anyway, (laughs) Hayden Fleury, 1.3 cap hit, only 25. His stock is on the rise. He has a lot of upside. Jeremy Lawson, or Luzon, from the Boston Bruins. Boston was a tricky one. I decided to keep the cap hit relatively low and get Jeremy from the Boston Bruins and from the Islanders Sebastian Ajo at a very small cap hit only 725,000 Sebastian Ajo could be a very good third line defenseman for the Seattle Kraken if they decided to go that route and I have three RFAs you ready for this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Vince Dunn from the St. Louis Blues another kind of tweener defender that could do well in a new environment Oliver Killington from the Calgary Flames. Why did I choose him? Again, small cap hits. And honestly, if you can have a young guy like that, another 24-year-old with a tremendous upside, why not take a chance? Jake Bean from the Carolina Hurricanes. They would hate to lose him. They would be kind of pissed off, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. And the last defenseman. From the LA Kings, Kale Clegg. So just to recap my list. DeMello, Stetcher, Dermot, Fleury, Lozon, Aho, Clegg, Bean, Killington, and Vince Dunn. Any thoughts on that? Uh, we had a couple of a couple of players overlap. So feeling pretty good about a couple of my choices. Uh, yeah, I, I've, there were a few that I definitely had thought about for my own list. And I know Vince Dunn is definitely a name that I uh, I had pondered for a little while. And he's someone who... 
I have even asked, um, you know, the, the guys from Locked on Blues about because a lot of Kings fans have seen how he has not really fit in in St. Louis lately and have been like, well, what if we had him instead? Uh, mm-hmm. So he's definitely a player that I have done a little bit of looking into. So, yeah, I, I like it. I like and uh, DeMello is kind of the elder statesman. Uh, it is a, a weird thing to think of Dylan DeMello being, but he, I guess he is. <laughs> well, keep in mind that I've left a lot of cap space left. That way, Seattle could go after a higher defenseman in mm-hmm. free agency. They don't have yes. to use all their picks now. They can get someone else later. Yeah. Like a $5 million defenseman. So that okay. leaves my forwards. This is where I had a lot of fun. You ready for this? Yes, do it. All right. So... I actually plucked Ryan Johansson from the Nashville Predators on my list because I had a lot of money to spend and I needed to get off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I had a lot of money left over. My projected cap hit is just under $24 So I needed some high-priced talent. And Ryan Johansson, this was a tough choice for me because as you said... Nashville has a lot of good players. I could have gone Granlund. I could have gone Grimaldi. No, center depth is good. So I could have gone Matt Duchesne or Ryan Johansson. Ryan Johansson's two years younger, has the same cap hit and less years on his contract. So I went Johansson as my highest forward as of right now. From Philadelphia, JVR, James Van Riemsdyk. Mm. That's a choice. But he is a solid left winger who I think has a couple more good hockey years ahead of him. From Tampa Bay, Yanni Gord. This, I thought, was a no-brainer. Yanni Gord could really fit in on pretty much any line that Seattle would put out there. So that's a good one. Brandon Tanev. Mr. Scary Face from the Pittsburgh Penguins at that (laughs) 3.5 cap hit. Then Chris Tierney from Ottawa. Another 3.5 cap hit. Andreas Johnson from the New Jersey Devils because I needed to fill out my contract (laughs) obligation. (laughs) So I went Andreas Johnson. This is a pretty potent forward line, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, you're going to beat my team. Oh, but it gets better. It gets (laughs) better. Cody Eakin from Buffalo, who might be one of the only competent players from Buffalo that's available. (laughs) So I went with him at $2 Kevin Stenland from Columbus. I Yeah, Columbus was the weird one, but I won Stenland instead because he's another one of those players that he would be an RFA after this season and could garner a little bit of money but still be someone of value at only a million. Same with Christian Fisher, who I think was severely undervalued by Arizona, only a million cap hit, and he's 24, so why not? Dallas, oh boy. So Dallas, I went with Blake Camo, just for reasons. I don't know why. Get an elder statesman in there. Zach McEwen from Vancouver, because he had to get someone. Colin Blackwell from the Rangers. I have three RFAs and one UFA. RFAs. Juhar Kyra from the Edmonton Oilers. Ryan Donato from the Sharks, because whatever. Adam Gaudet from Chicago. There's one team I've left off. Do you know which team I haven't touched yet? Um, did you get the Islanders? I got the Islanders. Okay, I'm scrolling through my list. Hmm. Um, the Sharks? I said the Sharks right now. 
So I have used oh, that's right. I've used sixty something. I have one more high priced player who is a UFA. Gabriel Landeskog with my last choice. Oh yeah. That's why I left all that cap space left. That's why I did it. Landeskog is going to want a lot of money. Seattle, in this scenario, would have a lot of money left over. If you're going to get someone that's going to be built around, why not build around Carey Price? And certainly, why not build around Gabriel Landeskog? He is a star in the making. He's already a star in this league and only 28 years old. So why not take that chance? So once again, forwards. Johansson, Van Riemsdyk, Gord, Tanev, Tierney, Johnson, Eakin, Stenland, Fisher, Kumo, McEwen, Blackwell, Kyra, Donato, Gaudet, and Landeskog. Thoughts on that? I think it's a, I think it's a pretty smart list. Um, I, I will say the forwards was probably the hardest part for me because of trying to balance the need for you know skill plus money plus guys who are actually going to be there more than one season. Uh, so I I think you made a lot of smart picks in there. I we hope had so. a couple, a couple, a couple that we both picked. So, yeah. All right, um, we need to head to the second intermission. So let's talk quickly about BetOnline.ag, which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, the one place that has you covered, the one place we trust. The NBA Finals. Oh baby, it's heating up. Game six, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. So you got the NBA Finals, and you've got Major League Baseball in full swing. And the odds are out for who will win the Stanley Cup next season. Tampa Bay's up there. Colorado's a favorite. Hey, Seattle. Seattle's at a plus 66. Maybe take a punt on that. So if you want to place a bet, go to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON. And what will that get you, Sarah? Uh, that is going to get you a nice, sweet welcome bonus of, like, what, 50%? It is 50%. Like yeah. Yes. It is 50%. So once again... That's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Uh, Sarah, you've got a list to reveal, don't you? Sure do. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On SoCal Hockey, brought to you by betonline.ag. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and that's Sarah Avampado. Howdy. Oh my god! <laughs> One word again, uh, a uh-huh. woman, a woman of few words. Yep. Until right now, because I just revealed my draft list, and I'm very, very curious to hear what you've got. So, Sarah, take it away. Let's start with goalies on your end. All right, let's start with goalies. Uh, like I said, we have a couple uh, of overlaps here. I will say that I tried. I tried really hard to get Carey Price. And I had him on my first version, but then I got like halfway down the list and Cap Friendly Friendly was like, you're out of money. So I had to change plans. Uh, So instead I have gone with Chris Dreger uh, from the Florida Panthers, who we have already been hearing for the past couple of days, at least uh, from sources like Pierre Lebrun that um, the the Panthers have some sort of deal in place to get the the Kraken to take to take his uh, negotiating rights essentially from them. So I, I tried to go with a little bit of authenticity uh, from the couple of seemingly reliable rumors that I've heard. Uh, so we have him. Uh, I also went with Capo Kakinen and Vitek Vanacek uh, with, for my goalies. Uh, Vanacek, I think, did admirably well in Washington. Kakinen is a very good kind of tweener goalie who is still waivers. Uh, you can put him through waivers onto your AHL team and it'll be okay. Uh, and then I picked a fourth goalie uh, who is Dustin Tokarski. 
who you can stash in your minor league team. He can be a good mentor to whoever you're, you know, a, a mentor to Kakunin or wherever, I guess you stick him since Palm Springs isn't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has proven NHL experience and even, you know, won a couple games with Buffalo, uh, which is no easy feat. Uh, so those are my uh, four goalies, Tukarski from the Sabres, Kakunin from the Wild, uh, Vanacek from the Capitals, and Dreger from the Florida Panthers. So a lot of overlap there, except for one notable exception. All right, yes. let's go with yes. defensemen. How many defensemen did you pick? I have nine. Nine, so you managed to get yes. the minimum. So who are your yes. defensemen? Uh, so I start with the elder statesman of my team, which is Mark Giordano, uh, who has one year left on his deal, who has uh, you know, obviously declined. He is not... Uh, nearly the defenseman he was over the past couple of seasons, but was also sort of a late bloomer anyway, in terms of uh, becoming a notable defenseman. Uh, I think that especially looking at defense and wanting a guy who can be there to kind of help guide the younger players. I think he's a great choice and obviously captain of the flames. And uh, I think will be really great for guiding this really weird team of of players uh, from, from there I go to Marcus Patterson from the Penguins who I think uh, they really did a great job with him and whether he is good because of the Penguins or good because he's good. I don't know. Uh, but the Penguins made some really strange choices in who they protected. And so I was glad to snap him up. Uh, he also has four more, four more years left on his deal. So he is a player who will be around for a little while, at least uh, from the New Jersey devils. I selected Will Butcher who I think uh, is maybe not the best in terms of like foot speed, but I think is still a good defenseman and uh, can be a good depth guy for you. Uh, Like you, I also selected Dylan DeMello from the Winnipeg Jets, who Winnipeg was a tough one. Winnipeg was one of the teams where I looked at them and I was like, I don't know, guys. Like, okay. Uh, But he will be with Pedersen, kind of the longer tenured defenseman on my team. He has three years left. Uh, After that, I went with Troy Stetcher, also from Detroit, who I also thought was going to be protected, but uh, was not. I also had Jeremy Lausanne from uh, the uh, Boston Bruins. Uh, and then I went with Madison Bowie from Vancouver, who is a player really, I intend him more for the AHL. Uh, he has been kind of bounced back and forth a lot, but uh, you know could be a good seventh defenseman if you need one. Uh, otherwise you can stash him in the AHL somewhere. Uh, and then I picked Eric Gustafson from the uh, Canadians who is a UFA, so I, in my version of the Seattle Kraken, they just don't sign him, and they let him go away. Uh, but I had to pick someone from Montreal, and so that's who I picked. And then uh, the last one is Nikita Zadarov from the Blackhawks, who I did not, who I did not initially have. Uh, initially, I went with Adam Gaudet, uh, but then in my quest for some sort of realism, I have been seeing some Blackhawks sources saying that they're anticipating that that is who Seattle is going to take, I don't know why, because Zadarov is a bad defenseman. He is just large and has like good fashion sense, which I don't think helps him on the ice. Uh, but I, I picked him because someone online who is reputable said that he's going to be the one who's picked. Uh, he is an RFA, so uh, the uh, the Kraken will get the chance to negotiate with him to extend his contract and pay him money that Chicago isn't going to want to pay. Hmm. You've left off two teams. I think I know which route you're going. So go through Uh, your defenseman one more time just to get them all together. Uh, uh, We have Mark Giordano from the Calgary Flames, Marcus Pedersen from the Pittsburgh Penguins, 
Will Butcher from the New Jersey Devils, Dylan DeMello from the Winnipeg Jets, Troy Stetcher from the Detroit Red Wings, uh, Jeremy Lausanne from the, Bru- the, the Bruins, Boston, the Boston Bruins, uh, Madison Bowie from the Vancouver Canucks, Eric Gustafson from the Montreal Canadiens, and Nikita Zadorov from the Chicago Blackhawks. You've left off the two SoCal teams. So I'm going to make a prediction. Yes. I'm going to predict that you're going to name your captain in a moment. Mm-hmm. And you're also mm-hmm. going to name a forward that Kings fans are not going to like see get taken. Mm-hmm. Do I assume correctly? I think you assume correctly. Um, does one of the, does that Kings player's name rhyme with cake? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Let's hear your list. All right, uh, so we start out up front with Vladimir Tarasenko, because why oh the hell not? Oh, my God, wow. <laughs> uh, he, wants, he wants out of St. Louis. St. Louis is obviously prepared to let him walk. Um, if St. Louis does, like wants to hang, like, he doesn't want to play there anymore. He has been very clear about it. There's no going back from some of the stuff that has happened between Tarasenko and the Blues. The Blues have passed up on the opportunity to trade him. There have been reputable you know, sources saying that the Blues had several options on the table to trade him to other teams, including options where they didn't even have to retain salary. And the Blues said no to them and instead exposed him in the draft. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but I've, I took him. And either he is done and you just stash him on LTIR because he can't come back from his injury, or he is your bona fide top line winger sniper who's going to give everyone fits. Uh, so as a Kings person, do I want to see him still in the Pacific Division? No, I don't. Uh, but uh, St. Louis gave me the opportunity, and I have taken it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that is a <laughs> risky where, move. That is where all my money went. <laughs> that is that is big risk. Yes, but big risk, uh, big reward if it works out. And if not, uh, welcome to, uh, what is it, uh, Robita Island, like... Just hang out there and do nothing, sir. Yeah. Uh, So Tarasenko, I I lead off with him. Uh, Next, as you said, uh, believe my captain of my team, or maybe I don't name a captain and I just give everyone A's, uh, but we have Adam Henrique from the Ducks, who has three years left on his deal, as we have talked about before uh, on crossover shows. And I know that you've talked about on the Ducks show. uh, He is someone who has, you know, he's not going to, he has no future with the Ducks, uh, but he has really shown especially at men's worlds uh, that he is a capable leader, especially of a weird ragtag team. I think he still has something left in the tank. uh, So I would go with him uh, as one of my other big forwards. And even if you bury him on the fourth line, whatever Um, I have Jordan Eberle from the Islanders, who is also a guy who I think, you know, can still score and maybe just, you know, send him out West, do do something else with him. He was a surprise. I'm surprised uh, the Islanders didn't protect him. And instead protected guys like Cal Clutterbuck and Matt Martin. But, you know, that's two-time GM of the Year award winner, Lou Lamorello there. So, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, We move on from there to Columbus. Uh, Sorry, not sorry, maybe whatever, to Jay, where I took Max Domi. uh, Because I don't like him as a person, but he's an okay hockey player. And seems like the kind of guy who will be uh, kind of primed to break out uh, on a team where he might have a little more opportunity than he was given uh, I guess, in any of his stops so far. Uh, from the Hurricanes, this one was a little tough, but I ended up going uh, with a little bit more veteran presence in terms of Nino Niederreiter, uh, who has one year left on his deal. The Hurricanes would be pretty bummed to lose him because he rebounded pretty well 
uh, after a bit of a lackluster start. But uh, I think he is also a player where uh, if the Kraken somehow don't make the playoffs, uh, is uh, a lot of these guys I think will have trade value at the deadline as well, which I sort of kept an eye on. Uh, so Niederreiter from the Hurricanes. Uh, from the Avalanche, uh, as much as I wanted Gabe Landeskog, I was super out of money. Uh, and so I took Jonas Donskoy, who I remember from his days as a shark, where he terrorized the Kings all the time uh, and was a guy who you're like, who is this person? Uh, and so I, I, I think he is still not necessarily that same player, but is still pretty good. Uh, so I took him. Uh, I also took Chris Tierney from the Ottawa Senators. Uh, he has proven to be a pretty versatile uh, depth kind of guy. Uh, from the Toronto Maple Leafs, I went back and fo- forth a little bit uh, between Alex Kerfoot and uh, Jake McCabe, who did really good in uh, in Pittsburgh, and I'm still really confused as to why they traded him. Uh, but uh, Kerfoot I took just for the heck of it, I guess. Uh, Rocco Grimaldi from the Nashville Predators, a uh, small guy, fun player, I-, I think is one of those guys who I think could, uh, with, again, more opportunity than he has with Nashville, kind of you know, make something of it. Uh, also Christian Fisher from the Arizona Coyotes, another player who I think has been uh, misused, not, not gotten quite as much uh, time or opportunity as he should have. Uh, and then we turned to the Los Angeles Kings where I took Blake Lazat. Uh, and I went back and forth on this one because Kale Clegg is really who I think is going to go. Uh, but then like, honestly, the, the, the reason I did this is because there was a tweet earlier today from John Rosen uh, where he specifically like, talked about Blake Lazat in terms of Seattle. And it was one of those, like, I'm not saying I know anything, but dot, dot, dot. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is a secret code or not, but I'm just going to listen to John Rosen here on this one. Uh, so I selected Blake Lazat, who is of course a small feisty center uh, who, as we have talked about before on the show, I think could kind of blossom uh, in a team that will have a use for him instead of the Kings where he's going to slowly get pushed out of the lineup. Uh, things start getting weird after here. Um, with the Rangers, I picked Julian Gauthier, who was a guy who uh, was in and out of the lineup, was a, a scratch a lot with the Rangers, uh, kind of fell out of favor with David Quinn. Uh, but, you know, I think that a fresh start for him could probably be an interesting choice. And if not, well, he has one year left on his deal and he's an RFA. Who cares? Uh, Matthew Joseph from the, uh, uh, what what do you call them? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, two-time cup winner at 24 years old. Like, I'll take that. Uh, he's more of a depth guy, but I think uh, could turn into something, uh, you know, a, a little a little special. And I think he's just a cool kid with a cool sense of fashion, which is really what I'm building my team <laughs> around. Um, with an eye towards the minor leagues, I took Joel, Joel Lesbrance from the Dallas Stars. Uh, he has always been really great with the Texas Stars and uh, in limited NHL time has been serviceable. And I think that he could continue to be a sort of tweener player for, for this team Uh, from the flyers, Samuel Morin, who is a guy who I know a lot of people were kind of bummed that hasn't really gotten uh, the opportunity he has. He's a UFA. So if it doesn't work out, you can let him walk and use that room for something else Uh, from the sharks. I took Marcus Sorensen because he had to take someone and that's who I picked. He's also a UFA. So you don't have to resign him if you don't want to. And from the Oilers, I took Dominic Cahoon. He is an RFA, so you can uh, negotiate with him. I really liked him in Chicago when he was there as a depth forward. He is versatile. He can play basically any of your three positions and uh, a good defensive forward. So I think that he uh, he could be an interesting option. And uh, that's my, my forward core for the Seattle Kraken. Wow. Interesting list there. Uh, so we're pretty yeah. much out of time right now. But, man. 
I, I do like our list. Wait, what was your cap hit? Just before we go, what was your cap hit? Um, my cap hit is $78.2 million. Oh, boy. So you're right on it. All right. Yep. Um, we're going to head off, but where can the folks find you on the socials and all that jazz? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. Locked on Kings is at Locked on Ellie Kings on Twitter. Locked on NHL is at Locked on NHL Pods. All of those shows, of course, available wherever you get your podcasts. Come say hi. Follow the show. Uh, tell me how wrong I am about my list. Don't, actually, don't. Don't do that. I'm sensitive. Don't tell me how wrong I am. Um, <laughs> tell me how great my choice of like someone random was. Um, and just, you know, say hi. Cool. All right. I will say hi as always. So you can find me on the socials at StimpyJD on Twitter. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. You could find this podcast and Sarah's podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the new Odyssey app, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Please make sure to rate five stars, download all that stuff, and please be sure to check out Locked on NHL. Twice a week, Sarah Avampado was on there on Mondays and Wednesdays, so definitely check that out. Any final thoughts before we head off? Um, I almost took Anthony Stolarz from you and I chose not to. So you should be thanking me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how I would have felt about that. All right. So that's a great, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So thank you once again to Sarah and thanks to all of you that have stuck with us that are listening and still listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you all so, so much. On behalf of Sarah Avampato from Locked on Kings, I'm J.D. Hernandez from Locked on Anaheim Ducks saying have a great rest of the day. The expansion draft is tomorrow, so we'll have a lot more on that. Please be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. That's communication.